Shalom to all! Today's Daf is Sogadaf Mem Gimel. We are starting Mem Beis Amun Beis, three lines on from the bottom from the beginning of the Gemara. And today's Daf is sponsored Lili Nishmas, Maris, Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Moshe. Her Neshama should have an Aliyah. And we answered in the mission that the only time that Luv is going to be Daicha Shabbos is if Shabbos falls out on the first day of Yontef. However, if Shabbos falls out on any other day throughout Shabbos Chalmite or the last day of Yontef, then we are not going to shake Luv. The Gemara asks, Amai, why would we not shake Luv? Why would it not be Daicha Shabbos? Tilda Ba'amahu. It's just a problem of Tilda over Lidchi Shabbos and it should be Daicha Shabbos. The only Isra involved would be because the lulav is just a branch of a tree, but since there's no iser dairaisa that we might run into, so why doesn't lulav, which is a dairaisa, override the darabanan of tiltol even throughout the rest of Sukkot? Why is it only overridden on the first day of Yontif? So Amarabah, he answers, there actually is a dairaisa that we might run into. Perhaps he's going to take it in his hand. He's going to go to a baki to an expert to learn. What's he going to learn? How to do the nanuim or what bracha to make? He's going to end up carrying it for him, and that's an iser dairaisa he might run into. And the Gemara Interjects, Vahainu time of the Shaifer, that's the reason why we don't blow Shaifer when Shabbos is Rosh Hashanah, Vahainu time of the Megillah, and that's the reason why we don't read Megillah when Shabbos is on Purim, because we might end up carrying it for Amos Nushus Rabbim. The Gemara asks, hold on one second, Ihachi, if so, that we're afraid he's going to carry a Dalad Amos Nushus Rabbim, so Yemri Shainami, we should have the same fear on the first day of Sukkot when Shabbos falls out on the first day. Why do we say that it's Daicha the first day? The Gemara answers, Rishan Hatakinu Lerabon Abesai. We already said in our mission that the first day of Sukkot, the Chomer Matakin, that he should shake it in his house, and since he's shaking it in his house, that's going to be a reminder that really he has to be careful. And not carry it outside, so therefore we're not going to run into any issues. The Gemara asks, "Fine, That's only after the takana. Before the takana, what are we able to say? Before the takana, he was supposed to be shaking it in the base of Mekdash. He was supposed to bring it to the base of Mekdash the day prior, and we might run into this issue on Shabbos itself. He might end up carrying a dalad amas. The Gemara answers, "You're right. It's something different." Since the first day of Sukkot is a chiv so to shake it outside the base of Mekdash, big vulin means outside the base of Mekdash. That's because they didn't want to be mavatol. They missed. The Raisa of shaking it outside the base of Mikdash. Bahanach the last human Tarabik Vulin. All the subsequent days of Sukkot, there's no Mitzvah the Raisa to shake Lulav outside the base of Mikdash. God's Burhabanan, so Rabbanan were Geyser, that even in the base of Mikdash, we're not going to shake Lulav if Shabbos falls out on one of the other days of Sukkot. The Gemara asks, Hachi of Soha in Anami. Nowadays, also, when the first day of Yontif is Shabbos, so we should be Daicha Shabbos and shake Lulav that first day because it's a Mitzvah the Raisa. The Gemara answers, We actually don't know how to properly establish the months, and therefore we don't actually know if that first day of Yontif is actually Yontif. It might not be Yontef, really the next day might be Yontef, and therefore, we're not going to be Daicha Shabbos. The Gemara is fine. In who? What about them? The people in Eretz Yisrael? The Yadav Kavod they do know how to establish the months properly. Lidchu, so then the first day of Yontef, when Shabbos falls out on the first day of Sukkot, it should be Daicha Shabbos, and they should be able to shake Lulav then. The Gemara answers, and Echnami, they actually do shake Lulav then. We have one Mishnah, which is our Mishnah that says, Beyontef Rishin Shachag, the first day of Yontef. Shachalis, Shabbos, that falls out on Shabbos. Kol Amalichens, Lulavim, Harabayas. Everyone brings Lulavim to Harabayas. And Utanan Idach, we have another Mishnah that says, Lubayas Haknesses, they would bring it to Shoal. Shema, you know, we see from here, Kamas Mancha Beis Mikdash Kaim. This Mishnah, meaning our mission, is talking about when we have the Beis Mikdash. Kamas Mancha Ein Beis Mikdash Kaim. The second mission is talking about when we don't have the Beis Mikdash, but it's an Eretz Yisrael, and nonetheless, they still would bring the Lulavim to Shoal, so they actually is Daicha Shabbos on the first day of Yontif in Eretz Yisrael. Shema, you know, we have a proof from there. And now the Gemara is the Isim Benatar Begvulim Nolan. How do we know that there's a mitzvah Dairaisa to shake Lulav on the first day of Yontif outside the Beis Mikdash? Titania, we have a Braisa. The Pasuk tells us, Ulakachtem, and you shall take for yourself. That means every single person has to shake lulav. Lachem, what does that teach us? Misha lachem, it has to be yours. That excludes if it's barred or if it's stolen. You're not allowed to be yotze the first day of Sukkot for such a lulav. B'yayim, the Pasuk says, even on Shabbos. Rishayin, the first day, this is even outside the Beis HaMikdash. Ha-Rishayin, we have this extra hey, it's only the first day of Yontif, meaning when Shabbos falls out on the first day of Yontif, then it's the Shabbos, but not when Shabbos falls out on any other days of Yontif. And now we analyze. Amar, Amar, B'yayim, we're going to shake lulav even 
even on Shabbos, that's when the first day of Yontif falls in on Shabbos. But Mechdi, let's see, Tilto Ba'amahu, the only Isra would be Tilto that's just an Isra of Mukta. But Isra Chal and Mishri Tilto, we need to have a Pasuk to tell us that Tilto is permitted. Tilto is only an Isra Drabanan. That means that Midairai, so there's no problem with Tilto. So why is there we need a Pasuk, which is a Midairai, so to tell us that something's a Drabanan is permitted? That doesn't make any sense. So Amarava, he answers, The Pasuk is telling us the Machshiri Lulav, the preparatory stages for Lulav, that's actually Daicha Shabbos. What does that mean, preparatory stages? Let's say he needs to cut the Lulav off a tree. That's an Isra that's what we need the Pasuk for, not to be matter total. And Valibadai Tano, it's actually according to this Tano, the Tano, you have a Brisa, Lulav Chomach Shirov, the Lulav in any of its preparatory stages, Dechnes Shabbos, as Dechnes Shabbos, the Rebbe Lezer, it's Rebbe Lezer's opinion, my time with Rebbe Lezer, what's his reasoning? Amakar the Pasuk says, Biyoim, Vafilo Bishabbos. Now, for Abanan, they argue with him, Hi Biyoim Avdile, so what do they do with this Pasuk of Biyoim? Me by Ale, they need it, Biyoim Vlaibalai, that teaches us that there's a Chiv to shake Lulav during the day, but not at night. Rebbe Lezer, Biyoim Vlaibalai, Luminale, how does Rebbe Lezer know that there's a mitzvah to shake Lulav at day, but not at night? Nafkale, he learns that from the end of the Pasuk. The end of the Pasuk says, You have to rejoice in front of Hashem for seven days. It's only during the days and not at night. And what do they do with this Pasuk of Yamim? If they would have learned it from there, I would say that I should actually learn Yamim Yamim from Sukkah. Just like over there, Sukkah, there's a mitzvah to sit in it during the day and night also. So to over here by shaking Lulav, I would say there's actually a mitzvah to shake Lulav even at night. And now the Gemara asks the Sukkah Gufa how do we know if there's a mitzvah to sit in the sukkah at night as well? To turn our we have a brayso. But sukkah teishu shivas yamim. The pasuk tells us that you should dwell in sukkahs for seven days. Yamim vafilu leilas. This teaches us during the day and also at night. Now ato imer yamim vafilu leilas. You say that means during the day and at night. In el yamim vleilas. Maybe that means that we should be in sukkahs during the day but not at night. And vidinhu, it's actually logical to say that because never kan yamim. It says over here by sukkah yamim. Vinamar belulav yamim. It says the word yamim by lulav. Malon yamim vleilas. Just like by sukkah, there's a mitzvah to shake it during the day and not at night. Afkan Yom is perhaps to overhear by sukkah. There's a mitzvah to be in a sukkah during the day and not at night. Or perhaps go in this direction, says the Brayso. Nemerkan Yom, it says over here by sukkah Yomim. Venemer Bamiluim Yomim. It says by the Miluim, this is the Hakamas HaMishkan. When Aaron and his sons had to be in the Mishkan for seven days, it says the word Yomim. Maolon Yomim Vafilu Leilis. Just like they had to be there during the day and also at night. Afkan Yom Vafilu Leilis. So to overhear sukkah, you're supposed to be in sukkah during the day and also at night. So now, near Lmi Daima, let's see what's it more comparable to. Perhaps we should learn something that it's mitzvahs the entire day, that's sukkah, from something else that it's mitzvahs the entire day, that's miluim. And don't learn from something that's mitzvahs only for one moment. Shaking lulav is only for one moment. The moment you shake lulav, that's it. You don't have to do the mitzvah anymore, so we're not going to learn sukkah from lulav. Or perhaps we should go in the other direction. Perhaps we should learn something that it's mitzvah is for all generations, that's sitting in a sukkah, from something else that it's mitzvah is all generations, which is shaking lulav. And don't learn anything from the miluim. Because that's not for Darius, that's only by Hakamas Hamishkan. And since we're unable to figure out by logic what sukkah is more comparable to, Talmud Leimer, Mem Gimel Abdebez on top, Teshvu, Teshvu, Gzer Shavu, we have Gzer Shavu, Nemar Khan Teshvu, it says over here, Teshvu, Vasukas Teshvu Shivas Yamim, Venemar Bimluim Teshvu, and it says by Mluim Teshvu. Malalan, just like over there, Yamim Afil Leilis, it's during the day and also at night, Afkan Yamim Afil Leilis, so to over here by sukkah, it's during the day and also at night. However, Lulav is not during the day and night, it's only during the day. And we continue explaining the Mishnah, Rava Shiva Ketzad, we had said in the Mishnah that when is it that a Rava is going to be done all seven days of Beis Mikdash. Remember the Kahanu that take these Arava branches and they walk around the Mizbech with them. When is it that that's going to be done all seven days? That's when the last day of Sukkot falls out on Shabbos. But now the Gemara asks, Arava Bishvi, my time of Shabbos. Why is it that Arava is going to be Dech Shabbos when it falls out on the last day of Sukkot? Just like Lulav is in Dech Shabbos then, so why is Arava going to be Dech Shabbos? So Rav Yechonin, he answers, That's in order to publicize that the mitzvah of Arava is actually Minatayra. In order to publicize that, we say it's going to be Dech Shabbos the last day. The Gemara asks, So Lulav also, Lidchi, 
see that should also be taken Shabbos the last day of Yontif Kedel Fire Smashim Minatayra in order to publicize the midst of shaking Lulav as Minatayra. The Gemara answers, we can't do that because Lulav Gzeir Mishum de Rabba. We already said we have this Gzeir of Lulav because of Rabba that a person might carry a Dalit Amos on the Shus Rabbim. The Gemara says, fine. We should have this same Gzeir of Arava that a person might carry that Rava Dalit Amos on the Shus Rabbim. The Gemara answers, Arava Shluchi Bezin Maisila. The Shluchi Bezin, they're the ones that bring that Ravas on Erev Yontif and they're going to be very careful to make sure they're not going to bring them on Shabbos. However, Lulav Lchal Masar, Lulav is a mitzvah that's given over to everyone, and since every single person in Klai is going to end up shaking Lulav, then we run into this issue. A person might accidentally carry his Lulav, Dalad Amos, and the Rabim. So we have this issue by Lulav, we don't have this issue by Rava. The Gemara asks, fine, so, kol then every single day should be Deich Shabbos. No matter when Shabbos falls out on Sukkot, so we should say that our Rava is Deich Shabbos, because we're never going to have an issue of a person carrying a Dalad Amos, and the Rabim. The Gemara answers, Asil Fukfuke Lulav. Then we're going to have an issue that people are going to start doubting Lulav, they're going to start disdaining the mitzvah of Lulav. They're going to say, oh, Lulav is only Deich Shabbos one day. However, Rav is Deich Shabbos all days. Really, the mitzvah of Lulav is not so important. So you say, okay, why don't we at least say that our Rav is Deich Shabbos when Shabbos falls out on the first day of Sukkot? Why do we say that it's Deich Shabbos on the last day of Sukkot? The Gemara answers, because it's not clear, it's not apparent that the reason why we're being Deich Shabbos is because of our Rav. And why is that? Because Amri, people are going to say, really, we're being Deich Shabbos because of the mitzvah of Lulav, and our Rav is just piggybacking on top of that. So therefore, our Rav has to be Deich Shabbos, a totally different day than Lulav is. So the Gemara asks, why don't we just say that our Rav is Deich one of the other days of Sukkot? Why is it Dafka Deich the last day of Sukkot? We answer, since we already said it cannot be Deich the first day of Sukkot, so therefore they just established it's going to be Deich the last day of Sukkot and not any of the other days. Now the Gemara asks the same question that we asked by Lulav, even nowadays it should be Deich. We know that the Nevim established to take a Rav branches the last day of Sukkot as a Zecher for the Rav in the Beis HaMikdash, so why isn't that Deich Shabbos nowadays? The Gemara answers, we don't know how to establish the months properly, and therefore the last day of Sukkot isn't necessarily the last day of Sukkot, and therefore it's not going to be Deich Shabbos. So the Gemara asks the same thing we asked by Lulav, in who what about them? In Eretz Yisrael, they do know how to properly establish the months, so it should be Deich Shabbos. So Kiyasa Rehedyo, when Rehedyo came from Eretz Yisrael, Amar, he said, it's never going to happen that the last day of Sukkot falls in on Shabbos. The Chum are always going to make sure that the last day of Sukkot doesn't fall in on Shabbos. When they see that it's going to fall in on Shabbos, so they make sure that one of the previous months is going to be an extra day, it's going to be a leap month instead of being a 29-day month, it's going to be a 30-day month, and they're going to make sure the last day of Sukkot never falls in on Shabbos. But now, Kiyasa Ravin, when Ravin and all those that descended with him, when they came from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, Amri, they said, Iqla, that actually will happen that the last day of Sukkot is going to fall in on Shabbos, and nonetheless, his mitzvah Rava is not going to be Deich Shabbos. I have Elakasha, we have this problem, why is it going to be Deich Shabbos? Why aren't we do our Rava? Why is it going to be Deich Shabbos then? So I'm Rav Yosef, he says, Who says that the whole mitzvah of Rava is actually holding the Rava, taking it in your hand, Natila, perhaps the whole mitzvah is just standing it up against the Mizbeach. And nowadays, since we take it in our hand, that's not actually considered a real Zecher Lemekdash, because what they really did in the base of Mikdash was Zakifa. They stood it up, up against the Mizbech, and therefore, since it's not a real Zechel Mikdash, it's not going to be Daicha Shabbos. But now, Esve Abai, Abai asked of Yosef, how could you say that the mitzvah was not Benatila and it was only Bezkifa? Our Mishnah said, Lulav Arava Shishiva Shiva, that the mitzvah shaking Lulav and taking the Rava and walking around the Mizbech with it is six days and seven days. My love to Lulav doesn't mean that Arava is being compared to Lulav, the Malu of Benatila, just like Lulav is being taken in the hand off Arava Benatila, so to Arava is being taken in the hand. So Yosef asked him, is that a proof from the Mishnah? Just because they're grouped together, that doesn't mean that it's the same exact thing. This one is like this and that one is like that. Meaning, Lul of the mitzvah is to take it in the hand and Arava, the mitzvah is just to stand it up against the mizbeach. Esau Abayi continued asking Rabbi Yosef, we have a different mission that says, every single day they used to surround the mizbeach once. In that day, meaning the last day of Sukkot Sheva Palm, they would surround the mizbeach seven times. My love by Rava, does that mean that they would walk around the mizbeach with Arava, holding it in their hand? So Rabbi Yosef says, 
the lulav. They actually would walk around holding their lulavim. But Abai continues asking, Amar of Nachman, Amar Rabba, Rav, he says, Barava, they would actually walk around holding their Rava. So Amar Lei, Rav Yasef told him, Who Amar Lecha Barava? He tells you they would walk around holding their Rava. Va'ana, mina belulav. I say they would walk around holding their lulav, and I don't have to listen to Rav Nachman. Now, Itmar Belazar, Amar, he says, Belulav, they would actually walk around holding their lulav, and Rav Shmuel Barnas and Amar Abchanino, Barava, they would walk around holding their Rava. So we have Machlekes about this. And Vechen Amar of Nachman, Amar Rabba, Ravua, Barava, they would walk around holding their Rava. And Amar Lei Rava, Rav Yitzchak Bered Rabba Rachana, Rava told Yitzchak the son of Rabba Rachana, Bar Uria, very learned man, Tava let me tell you something wonderful that your father said. Hatitnan, that was just says in the Mishnah. That every single day they'd walk around the Mizbech once for Isaiah in that they Mizbech They would walk around the Mizbech seven times. This is what your father said in the name of Rabalazar. But Lulav, they would walk around holding their Lulav and not their Rava. So we don't necessarily have a question on Rabbi Yosef. And Ace now Abai attempts his third question on Rabbi Yosef. We have a Brice that says, Lulav Shabbos in the beginning of Sukkot, meaning when the first day of Sukkot falls on Shabbos, so that we're going to be Daicha Shabbos for Lulav, and Arava is Daicha Shabbos at the end, meaning when Shabbos falls at the end of Sukkot, so we're going to be Daicha Shabbos and do Arava then. And Pamachas Chal Shvi Shal Arava Leis Shabbos. One time the last day of Arava fell on Shabbos, meaning the last day of Sukkot fell on Shabbos, the view Morbius Shal Arava Me'er of Shabbos, and the Chamun brought Morbius Shal Arava, these tall branches of Arava from Erev Shabbos, Vinichum Bazar, and they left them in the Azara, Vikiru Bahen Basusen, and the Basusen recognized this. The Basusen, they were Tzedukim, and they don't believe in Tarash Shabbal Ped, they only believe in Tarash Shabbach Sav. So what do they do? And they took them and they hid them underneath stones, and they know that stones are mukta. Now they don't hold of mukta because mukta is only din drabanan, and they don't hold of drabanan; they only hold of diraisos. So therefore, they knew that we weren't going to be able to do our rav the next day because they're underneath these stones, which are mukta. But lemachar the next day on Shabbos, hikirbehen ameharet. The ameharets recognized these. Now the ameharets they didn't know that there's this issue of mukta. However, they were on the chachamim side, v'shamtum mitachasavanim, and they took them out from underneath these stones. Ve'viu makadam and the kahanim took them v'zok from tzidah mizbech, and they stood them up against the sides of the mizbech. Now why is it the baisusim did this? That's because the Baisusim don't agree, they don't believe that waving the Arava is Daicha Shabbos, and that's the reason why they did this. Now, Alma, we see Benatilahi, that the whole mitzvah Arava is Benatilah. It's by taking it, it's by holding it and waving it. That's because we said, waving the Arava is Daicha Shabbos. So, yes, even though this Brysa does say that they stood them up against the side of the Mizbech, part of the procedure was also holding it and waving it. So, this is clearly a Tiyufta, this is a refutation of Biechanon that says that the only mitzvah of Arava was to stand them up against the and not to hold them, we see very clearly over here that the mitzvah was to hold them. But now the Gemara continues with a question that actually started out this whole discussion, so that means that since the whole mitzvah of Rava is actually holding the Rava, so it actually should be Daicha Shabbos even once the Bishamekdish was destroyed. That's what started out this whole sugya. So the Gemara answers, since us, people in Bavel, we're not going to be Daicha Shabbos because we don't know when the right day of Yantif is, in Hunami, them also, the people in Eretz Yisrael, they're not going to be Daicha Shabbos. That's because we don't want to have Klai Yisrael to be in different groups and factions, and we want everyone to be doing the same thing. But the Gemara asks, Yantif what about the first day of Yantif? That us in Bavel, we're not going to be Daicha Shabbos to shake Lulav, and they are Daicha Shabbos as we learned on Amad Aleph. So Mem Dalad Amad Aleph on the top, Amri, they said, even them in Eretz Yisrael, they're not going to be Daicha Shabbos after the Beis is destroyed, they're not going to be Daicha Shabbos to shake Lulav. The Gemara asks, we have a problem with these two Mishnais that we had brought a Mem Gimel Amad Aleph to prove that even after the Beis was destroyed, the people in Eretz Yisrael would shake their Lulav on the first day of Yantif when it fell out on Shabbos. The one Mishnah said, everyone would bring their love and Tarabayas. And another Mishnah said, they would bring it to Shoal. And we had answered, the first Mishnah was talking about when the Beis HaMikdash was around. The second Mishnah was talking about when there was no Beis HaMikdash. Nonetheless, they would still shake Lulav on the first day of Sukkot. So the answer is, that's not what the Mishnahs are talking about. Both of those Mishnahs are actually talking about when the Beis 
Kiddush was around. There's no problem between the Mishnayos. Kadmi Mikdash, the first Mishnah was talking about bring their love to the actual base of Mikdash. That's going to be the people that are actually going to be shaking their love in the base of Mikdash. Kadmi Gavulin, one is talking about outside the base of Mikdash, the people that weren't going to be shaking their love in the base of Mikdash, the first day of Sukkot, so then they would bring it to Shul, but this is all talking about at the time that there was a base of Mikdash and not after the base of Mikdash was destroyed. After the base of Mikdash was destroyed, no one, not even the people of Eretz Yisrael, would shake their Lulav the first day of Sukkot when it falls down on Shabbos. That's so that all of Kali Yisrael could be together and not have different factions, some doing this and some doing that. We're going to stop you for the day, pick up with this Sukkot tomorrow, but for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.